Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It is hour number two of the GMAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day, staying safe and staying warm out there. It is time now for Zach Wolchuk to give us some NFL true or false. Here he is, the Wooly Bully. Thank you very much, Adam Shine of the NFL Network, the man who hogs all the hair gel in America. He slicks that sucker back, doesn't he? And uh, he's put together a shine nine and i want to know do we think that some of these statements are accurate true or if they are false and we begin with kellen moore our former offensive coordinator here with the dallas cowboys and shine believing that kellen and justin herbert happen to be a perfect match do we see this as a successful union between moore and herbert true or false General, you know, I well, I was thinking about it, too. Yeah, it's tough. I appreciate you saying my name and pushing me out here. I, I you know, I'm not a huge believer in Herbert. Um, I, I just don't know if he's got that jock trait. He's kind of a nerd like Daniel Jones. And I think that matters at quarterback. You've got to have some gunslinger swagger about you. I guess you can do it if if you're like this totally poised robot. But I just don't think that's what Herbert is. I think he's a bookworm. Um, he stayed at college when he could have been a top five pick. He was like, no, I, I think I want to, you know, study statistics or something like that or Shakespeare. He won and, the version of the uh, collegiate of the Heisman for education. Yeah. yeah. Athletes. yeah. And I want a smart yeah. quarterback, just not smart like that. Um, so there's something about Herbert I don't like, but his accuracy, his athleticism, his profile is of a player that, that Kellen Moore is going to do great things with. So I imagine, you know, they're going to have a good amount of success, but it's mostly because that organization is, is fed up and they have a lot of talent. And I think they're going to throw more money at, at, um, you know, at the roster this year. So they're going to have a bunch of team success either way. I feel like they are going to have success. And I feel like this for a couple of different reasons. You know, if you look at the Chargers, the wide receivers they have, the big bodies they have, the way they go and get the football, contested catches, guys they that, that they make, they give an accurate quarterback, they've got a running back that can catch the ball. That, that you know, I think that what I think what Kellen Moore learned about being with Tony Pollard this year, I think will help him be a better play caller when when you start to talk about how to incorporate running backs into the game. And so you will see a team that will continue to be good in, you know, in, in screen packages and stuff. Even though the Cowboys don't have great, never had a great screen package, you know, it's a lot of it because of timings and timing and things like that. And I, I kind of feel like that he's got a lot of weapons there. And he's got a quarterback that's really accurate, throwing the ball. I mean, it, you know, putting it on the spot and, you know, having those guys run the way it is. And we'll see, you know, there were some creative things that Kellen Moore did. Maybe not enough for every fan out there, but I think it's a really, really good fit. I could see why he immediately 
jumped on this opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I can too. I mean, look, we, we saw Kellen Moore do a lot of good things. I mean, my biggest complaint with him was the consistency. He's got a lot of good pieces to succeed there with the Chargers. I can see this working. One thing that's interesting, though, that Shine notes is the deep ball accuracy the last two years has declined for Herbert. You know, we haven't seen a lot in term, at least in the playoff game against the Niners. You didn't. They, they were kind of daring the Cowboys to test them vertically, and Kellen Moore was just unwilling to do that. Will he do that more with the Chargers with a guy in Justin Herbert? Is he able to improve that aspect of Herbert's game? I don't know, but I think overall I'd lean true as well with you guys. So this could be a marriage that ends up fitting. All right, uh, how about this one? We'll go with Dak Prescott, and we heard today we'll talk with Clarence Hill coming up at 4 o'clock at the top of the hour, but Mike McCarthy is going to call plays, and it'll be similar to what he did in Green Bay, a little bit of a version of that West Coast offense, but Shine saying true or false here, Brian, that Dak needed Mike McCarthy to take over as the play caller. And you saw the success that he had as a play caller in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers at one point did speak very highly of him in his quarterback school and his development and how it aided him. Now, certainly the last two years of the tenure there, maybe things kind of wore out and Mike got bored. Whatever it was, it didn't end well. But there was a long period of time there where stuff clicked. True or false, this needed to happen and this is going to benefit Dak. Yeah, I think it will benefit Dak. I'm I, I'm now fascinated by the Mike Solari uh, higher as far as the offensive line, and it was there was Mike Solari with with Brian Schottenheimer. You know, I need to kind of now tie things. So he was. He so was. I've okay. got some stuff I can add. Yeah, in okay. On that. Well, here we go. Now this, this is what's going to happen. So now you're going to have Mike McCarthy is going to call the plays. Brian Schottenheimer is going to have some kind of title here. It might not be the OC. He might become the quarterback coach. They might go out and get, you know, Nixon from the uh, from the Carolina Panthers to be the running back coach, but give him the title of uh, OC and with Mike calling the plays. And now you're going to have all these guys being able to kind of put things together as far as the game plan. But I, 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 yeah, they needed if there was if there was friction between Mike and Kellen, obviously Dak felt it, saw it, knew it. So I, I think having having Kellen out of the building and just kind of working one on one with Mike on a lot of these things, I, I think it, I think it will probably be, be very beneficial to Dak. Yeah, I think so as well. You know, I think the the biggest thing, and um, you know, a number of people said it throughout the year. The most memorable to me, I think, was oh, Barry Church. You know, you need to be a good running team that depends on play action to get the most out of Dak, and. Um, I just don't think Kellen Moore is that committed to doing whatever it takes to establish the run. I think running to him was just something you do to keep the defense honest. It's it's not something that you know he could really specialize in and help the team figure out ways to excel in. So as defenses got answers for their running games throughout the course of the season, he didn't have a, a way to adjust. And I think Mike McCarthy is going to be a lot more serious about emphasizing and prioritizing. We're not 
going to get stopped running the ball. We're, we're going to you know execute and practice this so many times that we're really going to thrive. And now we put our quarterback in a situation where uh, he, he's going to get man looks and we'll be able to put up you know MVP type of efficiencies. I, I definitely believe that. So yes, I think it. I think it's big that the Cowboys are uh, are, are moving on from Kellen Moore. And and yes, I, I do agree that Mike McCarthy needed to do that for the future of uh, of the quarterback. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go true there as well. And, and to add to your point there, Brian, about Mike Solari, some of the stuff, and that's the new Cowboys offensive line coach if, you, if you're just hearing that. But So he was with Seattle. He's had two different stints with Seattle. Yes. 08 and 09, he had crossover with Dan Quinn when he was there. So his offensive lines would go against Dan Quinn's defenses. And then he came back to Seattle in 2018, and he had crossover with Brian Schottenheimer when he was the offensive line coach there. They exclusively ran more of a zone blocking scheme, but you have seen Solari show the ability to kind of use multiple blocking schemes where he's run zone, he's also done more power, uh, so he's got a lot of flexibility here. And Dwayne Brown, who the Seahawks ended up trading for from Houston, was very outspoken about even later on in their in the career. He's he's a technique oriented guy. He's got yeah. a very good work ethic, high attitude. He had a bunch of strong praise for Mike Solari, and he also was the architect to that 49ers offensive line mm-hmm. in the early 2010s under Harbaugh when they made their runs the NFC Championships, and then that one Super Bowl coached up Mike Ayupati. Joe Staley, some of those guys as well. So he's got a successful track record. This sounds like an intriguing hire here for the Cowboys. So I'm excited to see how this one plays out. All right, next up here, NFL true or or false. D'Amico Ryans, Gavin. Yeah. Exactly what the Houston Texans needed. He's going to help turn around this organization. True or false? I think so. Um, You know, a former player that the fan base can get excited about. Like, he's the right guy for a lot of reasons. Um, Very good at his job. Uh, Former Houston Texans player, wife from there. Um, and then I, I do think young struggling teams can benefit from a, from a, a number of different types, but one of them is an energetic, enthusiastic guy who's going to celebrate your accomplishments on the field. And watching D- D'Amico Ryan's from afar working with the 49ers, that's something that really jumped off the screen and, and how much fun it must be. So that's a team that's been struggling. All their great players fleed. They were going through some a tremendous crises, and, and now they're trying to emerge from that rubble as a, as a franchise that actually you know knows how to build a football team and and you know maybe this uh this coaching hire will be a step in the right direction every year this team is looking for a head coach at pierce yeah i mean they haven't had a head coach there you could talk about gary kubiak was probably the most successful one they had and then he had to leave for medical reasons you know bill o'brien coming from penn state uh, romeo cornell was a interim coach there for a bit david coley a one-year guy Lovey Smith, a one-year guy, man, they they have it. They they've struggled to to hire a head coach, and you know if you're a Houston Texan fan, yeah, you have to appreciate the fact that one of your own is coming back, and he's highly respected. Uh, you know, I I I do believe I do believe that the the Denver Broncos that was their number one choice. I don't think it was Sean Payton. I really really don't. I I think it was. I think that it was. Uh, D'Amico Ryans and they were willing to move forward with that they just couldn't get it done and because of all the things Gavin talked about the fact he's a former player the wife's from there a lot of reasons for him to come back to Houston 
I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wait and see on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a wait and see because this team has proven over the years that, you know, every time they feel like you feel like they might have the right guy, they really, really don't. Man, the fact that two hands. teams wanted him, though, that's, that's got to increase his chances of being successful. Well, I, I mean, I do. I'm going to say false, and, and this is why, because I kind of agree with what Brian's saying. I don't think it's going to be the fault of D'Amico Ryans. I think he oh, could yeah. be an excellent coach. Yeah. I just think that's a failure of an organization. I agree. That's, and that's ultimately what's going to yeah, hurt. Yeah, that, that's what's going to happen. You have dysfunctional owners and stuff. I'm sorry if Jerry and Steven are driving around. I don't mean to call your ownership guys uh, dysfunctional, but that that's an organization that's got a lot of issues, a lot of deep issues there. Be great if the family sells. It's yeah. always tough when, yeah. when the guy who really owned it moves on and, and the family tries to take over. They oh, just yeah. don't know everything that goes into it and, and the years of experience that, that helped you be a steady yeah. hand. Bob McNair wouldn't allow it to get to where it is today. No. But, you know, you get, you get, uh, you get kids involved, and sometimes it's not necessarily the best thing for the organization. Hi, right, Brian, I'll go back to you. True or false, best Super Bowl storyline. We got a lot of them. We got the Kelsey Bowl with Travis yeah. and Jason Kelsey. Of, of course, uh, the Jalen Hurd storyline. You got Patrick Mahomes going for his second Super, Super Bowl, Baby Goat going for his stuff. But best Super Bowl storyline, it is the Andy Reid Bowl. It's Andy Reid back in it against the team that he coached for so long in Philadelphia. This one's about Andy Reid. No, this is really about Andy Reid because it didn't end very well for Andy Reid. You know, Andy Reid had given Philadelphia everything he had, and and I, I just remember back all the way back in the 1998 when we first brought up myself, Mike Lombardi, brought up Andy Reid to Jeff Lurie and to Joe Banner, and they had no idea who Andy Reid was. And Andy Reid, Ray Rhodes gets fired, Andy gets the job. You know, the Luries remember the interview and all that, how well all that went. And now, you know, he, he had a great run in Philadelphia. It didn't end great for him there. You know, it, there were a lot of people that were very, very critical of him and how the team was going, the direction the team was going. And it was time for Andy probably to move on and for the Hunt family to immediately grab him. You know, I mean, he wasn't out for a minute. It was very much like Kellen Moore being out. But he wasn't out for very long. And then for him to have the success that he's had at Kansas City – John Dorsey, another guy we all worked with in Green Bay, helped him with the trade to get Mahomes. They built a really, really good team. Andy's always about the young coach, getting young coaches in, kind of elevating the team that way. Yeah, this is about him. This is personal now to Andy. This is very, very personal to him to find a way. He's got a lot of great memories in Philadelphia, but I don't think it ended the way he wanted it to end there. You know, I, I do like that storyline a lot. You know, it's it's so cool, the success that he's had and, and how close Brian is with him and the stories that, that he could tell, I think, brings it home even a little bit more for us. But I do like the Eagles getting there for the second time in like five years and just rubbing the Cowboys' nose in it with different quarterbacks. Howie Roseman just putting on an absolute clinic inside the division and hopefully showing the, boy, the, the boys up there at the, at the star how it's done. You know, how, how you go about uh, building uh, Super Bowl contenders when you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. And it's it's tough to watch indeed, but hopefully it hurts just enough that, that it will prompt the Cowboys in, into a little bit of action here. It is still a copycat league, and, and you can't rule it out that they'll see something the Eagles are doing and, and want to employ it themselves. Well, you can go bleep yourself for that take, uh, but part of me <laughs> understands it, and I'm kind of with you. I hope it does. I hear you. I hated myself for it. <laughs> but ultimately, go bleep yourself, filthy. You got I it. hate you. Yeah, uh, and that's this, this edition of True or False in the Books. I love you all, and hugs and hand pounds.
Thank you, sir. Zach Wolchuk there handling some NFL business for you. Micah Parsons all friendly with the Eagles and has a message if you have a problem with it. We'll discuss what we think of the Cowboys' best player being friendly with their biggest rival next in the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. G-Bag Nation, hope you're having a terrific day. Segment here is brought to you by Soda. That's state of the art. Micah Parsons, all friendly uh, with um, It's mostly Lane Johnson. My understanding, he's a super cool dude. Um, and a lot of people uh, like him. But what do you think about Micah Parsons being all friendly with the member of the Bird Turds and you know, probably being uh, a supporter of that organization throughout his life? It's what it looks like. Uh, the truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. You know, we talked about this story a couple of months back that it appeared from context clues. It was highly likely that you know Parsons had grown up as a, an Eagles fan. And uh, he told Lane Johnson to go win a Super Bowl for the division, uh, which is an interesting uh, concept as well. But go ahead, leave your name and city or texting from. We'll make you famous here in the uh, in the G-Bag Nation. He has been facing criticism and posted on Twitter about it earlier today, saying you people are sick. You will sit in your own misery because of lack of accomplishments, then root for others. 
I have no shame. The league is a brotherhood. I'll never pray down on another man's success, nor be ashamed to say I'm happy for my brother's uh, success. So he is standing on it. I I don't really have a problem with what he is doing, but I would I would not advise him to. You know, um, I guess you know it, it comes down to do you want to placate to your customers? That's that's kind of what it comes down to. And for him, like being genuine, I mean, I guess the great thing for him is, um, you know, he's got the freedom to just be himself and not worry about where those chips fall. From another thing I gather about him, like he's not he's not infected with consumerism like so many people are where he's got money and he's just got to buy everything. You know, because I, I think a lot of people would look at it like, well, I, I'm invested with the Cowboys fan base. I want to play into that. I want to, you know, open up possibilities to advertise. Like that is kind of what you're, what's on the line here. But that doesn't seem to bother him, which is cool. Like, um, but but at the same time, pretty dang offensive, I think, for a lot of Cowboys fans. And right now, you're the best Cowboy. Maybe you're the most popular Cowboy. But I I think this does put that at at risk a, a a little bit, and that's why I would not have advised doing that if I was like an agent or, or or a friend or something. I'd be like, man, you know how the Cowboys feel about the Eagles, right? Like you can feel that way. I just wouldn't be sharing it on social media. Would would be my thought on that. Where, where are you guys at with it? I don't want Micah Parsons to change. Uh, I love how he is, and I don't want you know. We saw this with the Jalen Hurts thing. He's honest. He speaks yeah. his mind. He says he says what he feels and, and how he feels, and, and I love that. He has ultimate battles every time him and Lane Johnson compete against each other. Yeah. And we saw this year in the game in Philadelphia the immediate impact it made. First half, Micah Parsons is not a factor. Lane Johnson is just handling him. He gets hurt. All of a sudden, insert Neil Driscoll. It's a new ball game. Micah Parsons is wreaking havoc. Cowboys have a chance all of a sudden. So he's got a lot of respect and love, I'm sure, for Lane Johnson. Those two are competitors. I don't really have an issue with it. I do think why some Cowboy fans are also concerned, and another layer of this is he's from Hershey, Pennsylvania. So I think that, you know, the, the, the other topic tree is the fear of would Micah ever go back to, to, to Pennsylvania? If he's a free agent, would he – ever go and sign with the Eagles, for instance, and how just heartbreaking that would be for Cowboy fans. I think yeah. Micah Parsons is a guy that's going to be a Cowboy for life. I don't think the Jones family ever lets, lets that dude out of the building. But this instance, while most of the time I don't want my guys giving any type of praise to Filthy, I don't mind this whatsoever. I love who he's so Micah awesome. is, yeah. and I stand for it. He's just, he's just being real, and you, sh- you can't have that uh, big of an issue with it. And he plays at 110% against them. It'd be different if he, if he hadn't played well against them. Brian, where are you at with this? Yeah, I, I agree with Zach. I, I absolutely have no problem with this. I, myself, and worked in that league for 13 years, I have friends this day. We just did a segment at 240 of friends helping me out and stuff like that. These are guys you and gals you compete against. You know, and and but when you see them, you respect them, you appreciate them. You know, there's some there's some guys and gals in this league that aren't any good. You know, and you're just but the ones that you know you the ones you kind of gravitate towards. You're like, man, they're doing it the right way. He's recognized. Lane Johnson's a damn good tackle. You know, he really, really is. And you know, and if if he wants to have a friendship with him and other players around the league, who am I to say who he could be friends with? You know, I, I get it. Cowboy fan, you know, you're upset about it and all. Oh, it's the Eagles and that and the other. 
But I'm just going to be real honest here. There's a lot of players that aren't as outspoken as, as Micah Parsons that are friends with the Eagles guys and the Giants guys and the Commanders guys and everybody in this league. They yeah. just don't choose. Micah is one of these guys that is out there on social media because he's saying what he wants to say. You know, yeah. and, 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 you know, if, if I appreciate that about him, but I, but like I said, there's a lot of guys that are friends with guys over in that Eagles team. And I guarantee there's guys in the Eagles teams that are friends with your guys here at the Cowboys. I mean, okay. So there's a couple of different angles on it. And the one Zach mentioned is really interesting that could he leave because you can be friends with the guys that you're competing with. Maybe, you know, him from a different part of your life, or maybe you've just banged your head up against him so many times that you gain a respect and start talking during the game. Next thing you know, you're mixing it up on social media, but then, you know, there is being a fan of the other team. And we love it when we find out like Earl Thomas Seahawk is leaving the locker room early to run home and watch Cowboys games. It's mm-hmm. like, shoot, yeah, you know, there, there's a Texan and there's or just run a run down of... Jason Garrett in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when it's on the other foot, it's like, oh, wait, could this cost us yeah. one of our, our best players? And I don't think the Cowboys have anything to worry about it as, as long as they, they bring a market value contract to him. But, you know, that that is one of those things that, you know, in the NFL, players are rarely honest about who their favorite team as a kid was. You know, they'll go out of their way. And you did the same thing, Brian, right? When you were in Philadelphia, oh, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not from Dallas. No. Do you wish you had had stood on that a little bit more and been no. like, no? No, no. <laughs> no yeah, because just... like I'm saying, that you know, fans is it fans generally don't aren't realistic about, you know, I mean, Listen, you you got your friends. I've got my friends. We, I mean, you know, I'm not going to tell you who your friends are. I'm really yeah. not. And you know, it it just so happens that you're in you know in a professional. You compete against each other, but you're still friends. I mean, you yeah. don't you don't you don't want to always put it out there. But no, there's no way in hell I was going to tell anybody I was from Dallas. It just yeah. wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to end good for me because again, fans do crazy things. You know, so the other thing is he's coming after the fans for being fans. We just hate the Eagles. Yeah. You know, your reality is you're a player. You have mutual respect for these guys and you're in a player's brotherhood. And that's fine. But I think you're maybe crossing a line over into telling fans how to fan. Right. Sure. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not insulting anybody. I just ask that my favorite players on my team, you know, don't openly make it clear they're rooting for such a bitter rival and I don't think there's anything wrong with you know expressing your disappointment with that either um so I mean you're you're calling your fans sick you know and saying the only reason I'm against you rooting for the Eagles is because I'm sitting in my own misery and I'm like no I Micah, I'm, Micah. I'm disappointed we're not in the playoffs, but I'm not sitting here in my own misery. It's because you're rooting for the Eagles, bro. That's, trust me, that's pretty much it. We're, we're not a miserable, nasty, bitter fan base down yeah. here. We just prefer people don't root for the Eagles. I just, it, to me, it, I, Mike and I have the same problem. We don't phrase things very well. And okay. so, yeah, and, you know, I, I think that Micah, you know, I, what he said about the, the, the fan base and, you know, you're in misery and all that, that's – that's not the way to go. But, you know, I mean, he could say, hey, listen, I, I understand. You know, you say, hey, I understand. Shut up! I understand. Get rid of the guy! You're, <laughs> you're a, you know, you're, you know, I, I'm, hey, I'm a Dallas Cowboy. I just have a friendship with a guy that plays at the Philadelphia Eagles, and oh I God. wish him the best. You know, that's that's all you have well, to say. I mean, but hell, but don't fans, don't call them miserable. 
Are, you know, are we not supposed to have any friends that are fans of other teams? You know, no, to an extent. No, that's that, right. Yeah, you should absolutely have as you many. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've got a buddy who is an Eagles fan. I hate the Eagles. He's from and Pennsylvania, I'll, right? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll talk a bunch of bleep to him. I got another friend. His whole family's from Pittsburgh. Okay. We have, they're we have from there. In, that's, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, they're, fr- they're from there. Okay. I mean, his, his parents went to Penn State. Okay. They're, they're diehard Steeler fans, so he grew up being a Steeler now, fan. Now, if they worked for the Cowboys organization and started saying they were f- Philly fans all the time, ugh. Yeah, I hear you. But Did I'm not really just like that? not going to be friends with somebody because they're they're a Steelers fan. Do we get in? We have realized we just can't talk football. Yeah. Or else it's it's going to come to I blows, mean, or we might not speak for weeks, which has happened before. So well, we I just mean, leave we'll, the football we'll check, talk out of it. You know, I think this is one you can relate to pretty good because we love you. You know, just like everybody loves Micah. Sometimes you fart in the room. You yeah. know? And we're like, dang it, why'd you fart in the room? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you don't got to do that. And, you know, you don't maybe just not talk about it as much or, uh, hey, do what you want uh, again. But I do think there is a, a price to pay. And, and and Cowboys fans will probably be hurt on this. You know, is it is it less Parsons jerseys? I don't know. There Now, there's a lot of Cowboys fans that are just going to love him no matter what. And yeah. because of the way that he plays. And I don't think that's doing it wrong either. Okay, uh, it is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. So much NFL uh, news today. I, I love this um, This NFL is rigged inside joke that they got going on. Did you see this? Like, Arian Foster started it, and then um, Kamara extended it today. Yeah, the, the talking script. about the yeah, script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, tweets so, are so good on this. Yeah, uh, th- this, this is prime. This might be the best troll that you've seen. Um, but Arian Foster was on the uh, Macrodose podcast, which I highly recommend. Might make you feel a little queasy at first, but then you'll get absolute clarity uh, during that podcast. But he, he was asked about uh, leaving the Houston Texans in 2015 and said, that was 2015. Actually, the script writers had nothing to do with my religious choices. It was more so that they needed a change of scenery in Houston. They wanted to get everybody out. That was the ultimate goal. And people started running with it, like maybe didn't know how Arian Foster has had a, a dry, like clever uh, sense of humor over the years and, you know, considered like outside the box type of stuff. He's, you know, he's, he's out there. He, he's a guy you could, you could sit on a couch and, you know, uh, contemplate the world with or whatever. But yeah, then, then Kamara came in and, and said, yeah, bro, when I saw the script for this year, I nearly walked out of the building <laughs> with the saints coach yeah. is gone. Quarterback's gone. Yeah. You got three different quarterbacks none of which can play. So All, good. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, uh, a legend has shut it down. Uh, Zach Wolchuk is going to lead you in some NFL news of the day coming up next here on 105.3 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Thank you, Lucius. Yeah, legendary move by Broadus. A feat Is of it too late to just talk to Wolchuk's mom for 10 minutes? You want me to go grab her? Uh, well, you do have two bet payoffs. I do. I yeah. do. So, you know, I suppose you could do that one as well. Yeah. But we got promos running, so I'd say it, it is too late. It's now too late now. Okay. One. Well, yeah, I, I we're guess I'll committed to the bid. I guess I'll show up at five thirty then on Friday. We really want to see you Saturday as well. It's gonna, yeah. It's going to warm up and and uh, Fan Bowl twenty twenty three at Revolver Brewing inside Texas Live. Even if you're not participating, it is the greatest fan hang that you can get. Uh, we'll all be there uh, 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 Saturday starting at three o'clock. It's time now for Zach Wolchuk to take us through a huge day of NFL news. Now, real quick, coming up at four o'clock. It's been one of the biggest days of Cowboys news you'll ever see. Just volume of headlines. We're going to go through everything coming up at four. Here's Wolchuk. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a big day for for Cowboys news. New offensive line coach, and you've got both Joneses speaking there at the Senior Bowl. So excited to talk with Clarence Hill and get some more information there. But a big day with Tom Brady announcing his retirement. If you missed his video, Tommy Brady put this out to social media, and uh, this is how it sounded. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Love him or hate him. I wish you would thank Lane Johnson. That would have been cool. He should have given Lane Johnson. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, Lane. Lane, I'm rooting for you. A lot of players. I... Lane, I'm rooting for you. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think perfect. You 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 don't want to drag everybody back up there to the podium and do that whole thing. I, I know some of the Tampa media was offended that they didn't get more of an opportunity for a Q and A or something like that. But no, I, I think that's a pretty good way to do it in light of you know how everything went last year with your non-retirement. Well, struck Bob a good draft. Good tone as well with almost crying but not totally crying. Right, right. You could see. He stopped before he cried. He was That's what he did. He was. He he was thinking about Giselle, and he started to well up just a little bit there. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Uh, Bob Kraft from a massage parlor near you said there won't be another like Tom, (laughs) which is very true. There won't ever be another like Tom. In fact, Tom retires as the leader in passing yards in NFL history. He uh, 9,000 more than Drew Brees. He's got the most passing touchdowns in NFL history by a wide margin over Drew Brees as well. He's had the fifth most passing yards in NFL history prior to his tenure with New England. So he was able to break those records by moving to Tampa Bay. That's probably why they were upset. They're like, Tom, you broke these records here with the Bucks, right? And think about this, guys. Five years from now, assuming Tom actually stays retired, you're going to get J.J. Watt and Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame together. It's a pretty pretty good twosome there in that Hall of Fame class right there. The other three that get inducted with them, that's a pretty big honor well, to get to go in with those guys. But think about this, though. If you're Aaron Rodgers, there's no way in hell you're retiring this year. Oh, absolutely not. Because you, you do be not want to be in the same draft class or the no. same Hall of Fame class with Tom Brady. No. You do not want to be in that if you're a quarterback. Most wins, yeah. most Super Bowl starts, most completions in a Super Bowl, most yards in a Super Bowl, passing touchdowns, Super Bowl wins. He's got them all. Hey, it's let me, incredible. Let me ask you guys a question. Mike Francesca said this earlier, and you know, usually we, we're listening to Mike Francesca, and it's all about jokes and or what's, he's he, what's he doing. And oh, He went on air today. He went on air, I believe, today with Stephen A. Smith and those guys and said that Peyton Manning was the best game-to-game quarterback in the league or in history of the league mm-hmm. and that Joe Montana was the greatest Super Bowl quarterback ever. And he got Stephen A. Smith to almost like want to attack him and Stephen A. Smith couldn't do it. He's like, you know, that when you say it that way, when you say game-to-game, Peyton Manning was the best quarterback to ever play. But when you say Super Bowl quarterback, because Tom Brady's, I mean, yes, he's been to Super Bowls, but he's also lost Super Bowls. Is that, is it, and, there, and he's basing it on because of the longevity of Brady's career. That, that, that's why you would say that, that Manning is the game to game. And, and uh, what's the difference of a game to game quarterback compared to what Brady's? Like, can you define that further for me? I, you know, I would believe what he was, what he was, I was trying to get it, like when you're talking about like, you know, Sunday to Sunday, you know, your, your ability to win, your ability to go out there and win on a weekly, on a, on a weekly basis, I believe is why he's trying to say, you know, you go out there and on this Sunday, we're going to win because of, and then, you know, he's talking about, you know, Peyton Manning being that guy better than you know, Tom Brady. He says the only reason why we, we, have all these thoughts about Brady is just because of his longevity. Well, and winning seven Super Bowls, seven, I mean, he would have still Super packed Bowls. in three or four in his best decade, right? But he, but there, but but to Francisco's point, he also lost Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't think it's a negative to get there and lose two. You know, compare. I mean, he doubled. We don't up. give Jim Kelly nearly enough credit for losing no, four. And you're right, and shame on us. I mean, for we that. we always talk about Jim Kelly, and 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 not in a. The first thing we talk about at him is a is a is a not, we don't talk about him getting to four, 
We talk about him losing four. Right. Fran nope. Tarkington back in the 70s. Minnesota Vikings getting to the Super Bowl, losing the Super Bowl. But Tom still won seven. That's the difference. You Longevity. Know, and, and you're right. I, I do think that uh, we should give Kelly more love. But, no, the fact Kellen that Moore. Joe Mon- Joe Montana went to four and was 4-0, and amazing. But just because Tom lost a couple, I'm not going to take that away from Tom and be like, oh, it was a bad thing you played so long and went to so many Super Bowls and lost two, buddy. Got Joe Montana undefeated, never threw a pick in a Super Bowl. Sure. Pretty good. Pretty good record. I thought it was I, I, 28 to me, to 3, man. I he thought, came back and won. I thought Stephen A was going to go after him after Francisca said that. And I and he couldn't. He just stopped and he goes, Once you really kind of think about it, and, and to me personally, I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever to play. But he brings up the longevity question. You know, he's put a lot of these records out of reach because of longevity. Oh, he certainly yeah. has. Uh, now he played. No he's doubt. played well in Tampa. I mean, well, I, I I kind of thought the Tampa experience was not going to be great. Right, and and like we got a text that said Brady got carried. I I just I think that Tom Brady has squashed any kind of hate that you want to give on him because he's had. I mean, CBS Sports put this out. He's had three different Hall of Fame careers: 01 to 07, 86 wins. That's more than Roger Staubach. 197 touchdowns, 26,364 yards, three Super Bowl titles, more than Elway. Then 08 to 14, he has another 74 wins, 195 touchdowns, more than Ken Stabler, 26,812 yards, another Super Bowl title. Then again from 2015 to 2012, gets 91 wins, over 250 touchdowns, over 35,000 yards, three more Super Bowls. The dude's done it over the course of two different generations with two different teams in a salary cap era, a bunch of change around him, different head coaches. I, you can you can push back because you just don't like Tom Brady, but the bottom line is the guy's the greatest of all time, and if you want to doubt it, doubt it, but you're wrong. Well, I'm going to sit over here in Sunnyvale and be wrong, then Woolchuck. You're wrong. I guess I'm a Tom Brady. There's a doubter. difference between being talented and being the greatest. If you want to say somebody was more talented, fine, but that dude's the greatest quarterback to ever play the position. I kind of see what Francesa was saying, and I think it's so tough to separate a quarterback from his surroundings. Um, when it comes to giving credit, and and we fail in it all the time. You know, you see plenty of examples of it hap- happening all the time. I, I think Tom Brady's been in a great situation. The Tampa team was incredible. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I think Peyton Manning probably won a higher percentage of regular season games with less. He rarely had a defense. Tom always had a top-five defense, you know, Um and, you know, I, I think the there's something to be said for well. the longevity. Two yeah, Hall and of then Famers. the Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. You know, we, we see how much of an edge well, it Tony is Dungy's Hall of Fame w- coach. when you don't take market value money at quarterback. Like Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts are in the NFC title game, you know, and, and, and Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl. Like the impact of that is huge, and he was constantly playing for 50%, you know. And then you have the greatest coach of all time. Like, I think there's room for discussion in there. If you take Tom Brady as your GOAT, great. Um, But I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at somebody else and saying, oh, yeah, that guy would have done the same thing, maybe more in a similar circumstance. Possibly. I mean, look, Peyton Manning was also fantastic, but I don't know, man. I I don't know how you can doubt the greatness that was Tom Brady. Is it it doubt or is it just uh, bringing up logic? For what? Other guys are great, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Other guys are great, no doubt. 
But, I mean, that guy, I think, has just surpassed it to where it's, I don't, I, I think people just kind of hate on Brady because they don't like Brady. They just refuse to want to look at and acknowledge the facts that are staring him right in the face with what the guy's accomplished and what he's done. And if you want to still go by, based on the cheating argument, like, he didn't cheat on Tampa Bay. I get it. If you want to discredit him in New England, bleep them for cheating. But Tampa Bay wasn't cheating, and Tampa Bay wasn't a playoff team until he got there, no matter how good that roster was around him. They weren't doing anything, and they're not going to do anything since he's retired now. They're well, probably going to be last place up, in the NFC South. Since you brought it up, Woolchuck, I moved on from my Tom Brady hate and resentment years ago. So maybe other people do, but I like Tom. You know, I, I just I, I just think that it's clear quarterback evaluation is highly subjective. Hundred percent, and I, 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 I just think absolute statements about football are impossible. So, you know, I, I uh, you know, and I, I think there's, there's been lots of great players who passed the eyeball test more than, more than Tom Brady. He, he got a lot of wins, and he had a, you know, some incredible uh, seasons. I'm not trying to say he's, you know, not exceptional. Sure. I, I just think other, others are right up there with him, and there's no way of measuring quarterbacks that would give us a clear answer. It would be fun to see Manning and Belichick together. It certainly would have been fun because those two are geniuses. Yeah, with a you know with a good spine. Had that that spinal thing came up, kind of threw him off as well. All righty, thank you, Woolchuck. NFL news of the day: a historic day of pro football uh, with what happened with Tom Brady and a huge day for the Cowboys. The idea of a DAC extension is back on the topic docket after Stephen Jones addressed it, said they're open to it. Clarence Hill live from the Senior Bowl where it's all been breaking. He joins us next in the G-Bag Nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 